0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ben and Chris Talk Football. I am Chris. Hey, everybody. This is Ben. And we are here to bring you our opinions on the news, notes, and happenings from around the NFL. What's going on this week, Ben? What's on your mind?
1: Banker tank is on my mind.
0: Yeah, I wish it wasn't on mine.
1: I know. It was a rough... Well, it wasn't rough. It just... It was bad.
0: Well, I mean, I did really good. On my tank players, right, if you want to know who not to start, ask me, yeah, if you I need advice it. on who's going to do well, I'd steer away. Just
1: just go with what Chris picks for tanks, and you'll be solid. me on the other hand, I went three for three, split you know down the middle. Nothing too fantastic. Um, some people really hit me in the gut with their performances.
0: Anyone in particular? Want to elaborate? No,
1: I don't want to elaborate. They're, they're, it is a
0: podcast, and we're supposed to talk. I you know? know,
1: but I just yeah. and between that and my fantasy teams, I just <laughs> I just wanted to crumple up the weekend and just say I'm moving on.
0: Welcome to our podcast. What's going on, Ben? I don't want to talk about it. All right, we'll see you next time, folks.
1: <laughs> well, I don't want I don't want to go. I don't want to digest. I don't want to digest this weekend entirely. It was just it was a lost weekend for me. Just cross the board, fantasy sucked. My my banker tanks not great. I mean Dak Prescott just just killed me. Not in the Dak Amari. Both of them. Amari Cooper. how oh, they both they both stuck me. Yeah, they both stuck me pretty good.
0: Yeah, and but I, I mean just... I mean Amari didn't even like talk nice to you or nothing.
1: No, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't whine and dye me. He didn't do nothing for me. He Just said, "Nah, you're done."
0: Really, you had dinner and then he just ran out the back. Didn't even pay the bill or nothing.
1: And, and it just started off with just. I, I, I can't even. I'm mincing my words, but it's just, just bad, man.
0: Well, I, I made the mistake. I went 0 for three on my banks, three and zero on my tanks. So I made the mistake of trusting Matt Ryan, well, there which is... A pro- I you know, mean, I
1: trusted him an entire season, and
0: yeah, and you've never forgiven him ever since.
1: I I, I can't. I have this problem. I hold a grudge.
0: Yeah. Oh, I've noticed. Trust it, me. It's
1: like the thing you mentioned before, where I if if a person I don't like a player, I just disregard him as. Yeah, not garbage, useful?
0: no matter what they do. Yes. Until Just, they perform awesome a la Tyler Lockett and they force you and, to And it forces my hand. Yes. A retraction, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> which I have no problem doing.
0: I also trusted Chris Carson, who's done pretty well by me all year. But he uh, unfortunately could not hold on to the ball, which was kind of a problem because that's the whole point of football. Cooper Cup, uh, if anyone's seen him. His last known location. Yes. Please inform the uh, Los Angeles Rams. They would love for him to play for them again, because <laughs> uh, he hasn't shown he up has, in about three weeks.
1: Yeah, it's been a it's been weeks since he's performed anything.
0: Although in fairness, it's been five weeks since Jared Goff's on a touchdown pass. So yeah, that's true. Which is a ridiculous stat for a guy who just got a hundred and forty million dollar extension. Oops. It's a ridiculous stat for a guy who is a backup. Quite honestly, five weeks and no touchdown. At some point, you have to stumble into a touchdown. I mean...
1: I want to go out on a limb and possibly say Gardner Minshew has more passing touchdowns than Jared Goff.
0: I haven't looked up that stat, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me.
1: I'd be willing to roll the dice
0: on it. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Well, I mean, quarterback who uh, ended up performing pretty well this weekend, rookie, Dwayne Haskins, did great. Some people have the pictures to prove it. I mean, I mean... (laughs) Not great, but for a rookie in that situation, he did good.
1: I think. I think we supported him last week. Was it last? I think it was last week when we talked about the O line kind of yeah.
0: dumping on him, kind of ignoring go, really him. Down, yeah.
1: It's like you know what he's trying to, like you said, he's trying to spark something in his team. All that goodwill thrown out the window, and that offensive lineman group, whoever gave him the look, rolled their eyes. Kind of looked like, yeah, we knew what we were talking about. Because he decided before the last snap of the game to go take a selfie with a fan now well I mean you you want to couch it by saying he uh the defense got a I believe the defense got a deflection interception and there was time left over so they needed to kneel on the ball but you're supposed to be on the sideline until the end of the game
0: and I hundred percent agree with that and I think I think it was really stupid don't get me wrong I'm not gonna sit here and defend it you got to be there no matter what, you're going to be the starting quarterback. You're going to be the face of the franchise. It's what they drafted you to be. You may not want to be there with it being Washington. Can't blame you, <laughs> but that's the reality of it. And to just take off and act like it's a college game, like you're in the NFL now, man. It's 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 a real deal. It's not co- it's not college. You can't just do goofier stuff like some of these guys do coming in. Johnny Manziel, Baker Mayfield, do this outlandish stuff, and people are just going to laugh at it, like. It, you're on a team. You got your first win. Okay, great. Well, it's also week thirteen. Right. Or it's also week twelve. So, it's not exactly anything. You know, you didn't just win the Super Bowl. You didn't make win a playoff berth. You didn't win a big division game. Was that division? What, what were they playing? I
1: don't. I'm gonna remember. just edit that out, anyways.
0: Five forty. Okay.
1: If you wanted to know, uh, Detroit.
0: Yeah, so you didn't didn't win a big division game or something. Or it really made a big difference. You're you're one in one in <laughs> the rest of the season <laughs> right now. So I do take a little bit of an issue with saying all that goodwill went out the window. It was a dumb thing to do. It was a rookie mistake. It, it it's something he can't do again. There's no way. But, I mean, it's not like you was slipping off fronts and stealing their Christmas presents. It's, I mean.
1: It, it, but it still it still looks bad. Oh, it does. It team. looks terrible. I think it's disingenuous. When you look at it and what he did last week with his offensive linemen, and now you look at what he did this week, you're now putting pieces together and say, is he doing a lot of stuff for show? Yeah. Because I mean, he knew. He knew. He was going to have cameras on him at that point and maybe that's why the old linemen kind of shrugged like gl- gazed away rolled their eyes like we could do this behind the doors why are you doing this out on the field it with 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 this added context of before the end of the game i'm gonna go take a selfie with some fan that maybe oh
0: he knows. I, okay i get what you're saying you're saying that they like, probably he, th-
1: he may be doing this all for show like right, just, right look at what i can do this this and this like
0: like last week with the whole, what can I do for you? Right. yeah. And maybe yeah, okay.
1: it was all for show. Like, oh, I know the cameras are looking at me. So guess what? I'm going to do this. Like I'm trying to lead this team. And then, oh, now I'm going to go do this. It's like, I, I'd say once it's a coincidence, two is a pattern. And three, if he does it again in some form or fashion, three is the reputation. And now who's going to, who's going to trust his word. You're not going to say nothing into him in confidence. You're not going to do anything in confidence. He's not going to. He's he's already got a couple offensive linemen that probably don't trust him.
0: Yeah. Uh, again, no. I think you throw words like like trust and things around. It's a rookie We're doing stupid rookie things.
1: But he didn't do anything up until that point last week on the field to say to us he just didn't know. Like the, I don't blame him for the first game where he got shoved in. Because I'll say this again and again, you know, they go into a week practicing with a quarterback for this, you know, their strategy, their schemes, the plays for this quarterback that works. And if you shove somebody in mid, mid, mid-week mid or a mid-game that hadn't practiced and is not experienced, it's not going to look good. So I don't blame him for the first game. Right. I don't blame him for the. Se- I believe the second game where they were kind of juggling between who was going to start. Plus, they still had Gruden. But now, you're getting the plays. You're getting the schemes. They're trying to mat. They're trying to pattern the offense around stuff that you can do. Yeah, so well, the
0: offensive linemen know what they're doing. Again, though, they're trying to do that. But there's a reason. It's called a learning curve. Right. I mean, r- rookies are going to come in and struggle. Right. I mean, no matter what. I'm not disagreeing
1: what. with that. I'm just saying the old linemen, because I was on. I was with you and a lot of other people. Those old linemen. What are you doing? Why are you shrugging him off and rolling your eyes and doing all this stuff? When in reality, they kind of know more than what we know, because they're inside. So they know. They know when he arrives.
0: They know when he leaves. Do you wonder though? If, because I do, if that's just the entire organization just being disheartened with how things are going, oh, that's, that's, that is that is number one on the list. I mean, it's, it's got to be hard. It, it, now that you're losing, because you see teams that just aren't good, yeah. like the Dolphins. They're not good. They're not good, but they try. They have a direction they're going And Brian Flores knows what he's doing. And we've said it before on this podcast. He has a vision for what he wants to do. And he's, Executing that, and it's not going well this year, but you knew it wouldn't right You can't strip away all these parts so you can rebuild and end up having it look pretty. You
1: could say the same about Detroit last year
0: okay, absolutely, and they'd be doing I think they'd be much better off if Stafford was with them, even a team like the Jets and being patriots fans and' <laughs> it's people who love this love to point out the jets inadequacies. <laughs> At least they're playing with heart. They're trying. I mean, they're winning some games. They're winning, but I mean, they're out there and they're still trying, man. I mean, you watch Washington, and I said it earlier in the year when the Patriots played them. I said they look like a team that is still trying. They still have heart. They're still, they haven't looked that way the last few weeks. No, oh. they got their the rookie quarterback and was supposed to be the the future of the franchise. I mean, maybe that's not what they're calling him, but I mean, whenever you draft a quarterback that high, he's your future. Until proven otherwise, right? So you have him coming in, and they still just look flat. I mean, Terry McLaurin almost looked better off with Case Keenum than he does with Dwayne Haskins.
1: There was a—I I briefly read something somewhere that he statistically got more uh, was uh, yards per catch. It was like double with with Case Keenum than than Dwayne Haskins, but I don't. I don't. There's variables to play in there.
0: Sure, opponents and weather conditions and things of that nature.
1: Terry and McClellan's health. Because there were a couple weeks he didn't. And he's he's still a rookie. And he's still a rookie, yes. I
0: mean, these guys are used to 13-game seasons in college.
1: Right. And the first couple weeks of the season, do you take him seriously? Do you put that kind of coverage on him? And then later in the season, wow, he can actually perform. Okay, we actually have to make some sort of game plan for Terry because he has playmaking abilities so it's just a matter of can he take this as a learning lesson and move on with it or is he just going to say yeah yeah it was a bad look and then just shrug it off and then two three weeks down the road we're going to get something else or next year we're going to get something else you'd like to think not and and I mean, Trent Williams would be the perfect one to talk to because he doesn't care about the franchise because he wants to move on. But he hasn't been in the locker room with this guy, so he doesn't know. But I would say if there's an offensive lineman that moves on, and I mean move on, I mean like move on from the NFL because he want, they want jobs still. If one of them comes out and says something after the season's over and they're done in the NFL and they've moved on, Maybe you can get a soundbite from one of them, and they can kind of lay it out. hey, this is what happened. This is why we because they're gonna they're gonna defend their uh, o and brothers, right?
0: Yeah, they will
1: I, I just I just I hope he moves on and does better and takes this learning lesson seriously.
0: I don't make a mountain out of a molehill and if the coach talks to him and he straightens up and he gets you know gets his head in the game and back on track and worries more about what's on the field than off the field. Then, you know, lesson learned, move on, it'll be okay. If it keeps going, then that's pretty much par for the course of watching inside draft picks. Correct. Well, the Saints almost got bit by their own rule this week.
1: Almost. Why do you say that?
0: Well, last seconds of the game. Right. Against the Carolina team, they. Probably should have beat pretty handily. Yeah, I agree. Oh, but actually, I shouldn't say last seconds. Was last few minutes. Carolina came back. Really, actually, a pretty exciting game to watch. I, I enjoyed it. A non-call for pass interference was reviewed by Riverboat Ron, of course, and was shown to be pass interference, which.
1: It was a, it was turned over,
0: right? It was, yeah. It was turned over. Wow. Two pass interference against the Saints. Wow. As you can imagine, the entirety of the Superdome lost their collective mind and began chanting some not so savory things at the officials. Wow. No. Which can't blame them for, but at the same point, man, there's bad calls all the time. I mean, I know it cost you a Super Bowl, and it was a P.S. call last year, but come on, guys. For the sake of every, <laughs> for the sake of your own happiness and well-being. Just
1: move on. Try to move on. If they didn't shove this rule down the throat, would have would that that would have not nothing would have happened, right? They would have blown out the or at least had a comfortable lead.
0: No, it was already a tie game. It was already tied. Yeah, it was It was the last few minutes. It was actually on the last drive, Carolina's last drive, going down the field, and then Joey Sly missed like his ninth, oh, so that was that ninth was kick off, of the
1: game. So that was off the. Uh, Missed field goal drive.
0: Yes, oh. at the end, and then Drew Brees did, did what Drew Brees does and drove okay. him downfield and scored. Well, field goal, but yeah, it's scoring. But it was just interesting because I knew when Carolina challenged it, I'm like, the rules of just everything in the universe is telling me the Saints are going to lose this challenge and it's going to be pass interference against them. Because Sean Payton's own rule almost bit him in the ass.
1: I mean, that – and I I went on this – I don't want to say rant, but I went on a pretty good run on a a video I did for – it was on uh, IG. And I thought he he shoved this rule right down the throat of everybody, and it was a mistake. And they over-officiated it in the preseason where they were overturning calls left and right. Or adding calls in there, and now in the regular season, that probably was like the fifth, fifth uh, challenge of about PI or non-PI that got overturned.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's it's pretty safe to say this this rule change has been an abject failure in right. every sense of the word. It's lengthened the games, it slowed the games down, it hasn't solved anything.
1: The idea was to correct and.
0: Let's call it what it is—an
1: anomaly of a missed penalty. And instead, week in week out, watch the games. I can see these challenges. Oh, yeah, that's a—that was a PI. It was absolutely was a PI. It did didn't get overturned. What? What? Or, oh, that was that was not a pick by the receiver. He didn't, he didn't even touch him, and it was like two yards down the road, the field. So clearly, they're going to overturn the. Then the, the OPI. Oh no, they they kept it in. It's like, what are you guys doing? And then the worst thing is, after the game, Sean Payton had a, an epiphany.
0: Well, clearly, I mean, hold on, he clearly realized it wasn't working. Yeah. And he could just come out and say, "Hey guys, you know, I know we got screwed last year, but we can just do without this rule. It was a mistake."
1: That would be logical, right?
0: I would. I mean, that's that's what I hope. No, that's not what he said, though. No, man. No,
1: no, no. He instead of instead of cleaning it up. He wanted to add more to it. Oh God. Hey, let's have three people in New York because one's not good enough and three people decide in a matter of seconds if a play is should be overturned or not. And you're already getting this length of a time with one person. You're gonna add two more people?
0: You're yeah, gonna have you know there's gonna be disagreements on just about everyone. You're of gonna those.
1: have five minute reviews
0: yeah five minute reviews now sounds actually worse we're looking at 10 12 minutes if you have three guys trying to decide like
1: at least at this point they're cutting out they're cutting to commercial during the reviews which is fine that's perfect because if you come back from the commercial and the review is all set great you've you've filled your time with with silly ads and i don't have to sit there and watch the guy go- the zebras just decide if there's a if the play is a uh, Good or not, and then all the players just standing around like, "What's going on?" But now you, you're gonna have you're gonna have ads for ten minutes
0: over the ever so entertaining and A mediocre c- commentary. Mediocre from, commentary that we have from, from whoever the
1: league it is, right? So I I, I hope because unfortunately Sean Payton is um, one of the uh, leaders of the competition committee that which decide penalties.
0: And I like Sean Payton. I do too. I have a lot of respect for Sean Payton. I think he's a hell of a coach. Uh, but, man, he's way out base on this rule. Yeah. And I really hope that the committee reviews this after this year and decides just to do away with it because it's not fixing anything.
1: No, it's not. You had an anomaly. Everyone grants you that anomaly. But you did two things that were ridiculous. One, you had some stupid Saints fan actually try to take the NFL. Yeah, try to take the NFL at court. Well, That's and, a
0: publicity stunt. That's right. that's that's stupid. Idea. And
1: two, you've shoved a rule down people's throat, which is making the game worse because you are now putting on, putting on, video plays that should should be overturned or not should not be overturned, and the opposite's happening. Like if it, if a BS pass interference gets called, and and you you only see it briefly, or they show one replay. Then you, you move you move on as a fan. Like uh, it's it happens. Yeah. But if you sit there and watch and watch and watch, you're really like, Well that's that's past interference. Well, why why do we have a challenge rule if we're not gonna over you know, put in place the the, the rule and
0: why aren't we gonna enforce it? Like that doesn't make sense. Well and and again too, it's the narrative like these one no single play makes or breaks a game. Right. Last year, it was pass interference, one hundred percent. Right. Didn't get called. Then what happened? They missed the field goal. Right. Well, they make that one? It was that that was regulation? Right. They made that one, and they they lost in overtime. Right. I, I can't remember what, how that game played out.
1: I know it wasn't the end all, be all.
0: No, they could have still stopped the Rams their next drive. No, they, they could-
1: had they had the lead. I think they had the lead because they were gonna. If they got the the first down, they were just gonna run. Oh, the that's top. right. That's right.
0: Okay, yeah, it wasn't overtime. I'm, okay, my mistake. But either way, they still could have stopped the Rams from marching down the field. They could have stopped them from scoring all those points previously. Right. And the other day, with the exception of Christian McCaffrey, a pretty mediocre Panthers offense. Like
1: for some reason, they had the inability to stop
0: DJ Moore. Yeah, who's a very good receiver. But but Kyle Allen is not. He's not Lamar Jackson. Oh, no. and that was a defense that was really stellar the first five, six, even seven weeks of the season.
1: Like they, I, I, uh, like I put them, I pumped them
0: tires because of what they did when Drew Brees was out. Right, but that's what saying. that defense is not. They're not a bunch of schmucks out there. No, and they couldn't stop the Panthers. I mean, the Panthers are down two touchdowns, they, and. They, they came me. back, and they would have blamed the officials had they lost that yeah. game instead of looking at their team and going, man, they blew that lead. like There's more to it than just all the interference call. you got to get over it, guys. This woe is me, everything's out to get us. Here's the thing. Every single team at one point or another gets screwed by officials. Correct. And
1: it's unfortunately part of the game. Yeah, unless you want robots completely taking over. Which which you know, it's leaning towards that. You have cameras in the pylons. They have I mean, there's there's discussion about putting microchips in the football so you can accurately tell accurately tell exactly where the ball was like you know, grounded or downed or you know, the ball the ball was in the uh, running back's hand and it dropped right on the ground at this point. But Guys, you just gotta get like I'm not, I have to get over it sometimes. Like as a Patriots fan, oh seven. I have to get over that. As much as I don't want to, I have to get over that.
0: Yeah, sixteen and oh doesn't mean anything when you put that when you make when you see the big pictures eighteen and one. Right. does not really matter. You have to get over
1: the the face mask holding on the offensive lineman against Richard Seymour. You have to. I get it, it stinks. Do I question did Tyree have something on his hands that made that ball stick? To his hand and his helmet, conspiracy theorist in me said, "Yeah, there was something." But see, yeah, I don't think so. I, I, well, that's another that's another story.
0: Yeah, I don't. I think he just made a great catch.
1: But on the on the flip side, as much I, I, Raider fans are pretty. I mean, they're 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 deli- dedicated. They probably got screwed some years ago in a certain snow game. Oh, just say it. Tuck rule. The tuck rule. The tuck rule. I don't see them, you know, because I believe they went to the Super Bowl the next season. I think so. They lost, but they went to the Super Bowl the next season.
0: Right, that was that was when, that was when uh, they traded Gruden to Tampa Bay. Right. Yeah.
1: So you you have to you have to take each game, you move on from it. You have to take it each season, when it's done, move on from it, whether you win or you lose. That's all, and you can't let it affect. The next season, which is what Sean Payton and the Saints are doing. They're letting last year's DPI no-call start to affect an entire season of just missed calls, bad calls, no no challenge, uh, challenge play not overturned, challenge play overturned, and what should have been. And then th- this this, as I've been hearing, threshold of overturning where it has to be so egregious, I'm sorry, you're putting everything on display. It looks bad. And when a wide receiver doesn't touch a cornerback on a supposed OPI pick play, you're, I'm going to look at it and say, what are you guys thinking?
0: Well, you mentioned moving on from a bad loss. Yes. There's another team out there that has to do that. And that's the Green Bay Packers, who came in as the number two seed in the NFC.
1: I mean, they were were rolling, too. They were
0: rolling. They looked, well, Now they got beat by San Diego a few weeks ago pretty bad. Well, they looked pretty bad. Um, But they were the two seed in the NFC. Right. They looked like a really good team. Yeah. And they just got their lunch stolen by the 49ers, who just... (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't even close. Will this will this loss carry over? No, it's it's not gonna carry over to the Giants. I mean it's a bad loss and I would have expected a, a much tougher fight from an experienced Packers team. Well, I mean the experience of Aaron Rodgers, I mean there there's some youth on that team. Right. But that defense is good. Uh I think they play a little better earlier than the year than they really are, but they're still very good. And Rogers is supposed to be up until a few weeks ago. He was an MVP candidate, allegedly, for some reason. And he just looked like – he looked very pedestrian. No, well, he does, yeah. I mean, he looked – and he looked defeated the entire game. There was no fire. There was no we're going to come back. There was none of that uh, – you know swagger we're kind of used to from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it time. was like, man, I just can't do nothing against these guys. Move on.
1: But he had time before the game to get a nice uh, stealthy with a uh, NFL uh, personality.
0: Oh, we got. Oh, oh, yeah. We had to, I had to go there. I had to go there. Well, Even though I'll defend
1: it, I had. To, I had to stick it in there.
0: I'll tell you what, Aaron Rodgers. Make sure he does it before the game, not during the last play that of the true. game. Because while well, he didn't look inspired, I'm sure he was not enjoying that beatdown any by any means. So here's,
1: here's why i bring bringing that up. is because Minnesota is not just right on their ass. Like, they have the same record. The only reason why they're ahead is because they have the tiebreaker. They have the, the head-to-head right now because Packers won. And they have the division tiebreaker, um, which I think is what it goes to. But right now, Minnesota has the conference tiebreaker. So it depends on where it goes. But they also play each other down the road. So they need to – Green Bay, like, has a chance to – I don't want to say be out of the playoffs because that's ridiculous. They're, the odds of them not making the playoffs are, are at this point, very minute um, because the Rams just lost again, and the Bears aren't making up ground, and neither are the Eagles. So yeah,
0: the, the NFC isn't decided yet, but it looks, it looks like you can probably pinpoint the six teams that are going.
1: Right. It's the only, like like we said last week, and it's the same case this week. The only division, the only thing we're looking at in the NFC is who's going to win the NFC East. That's it. And it's not even like 14 race because we know the the Giants are rebuilding and the Jet the, the Redskins suck. It's Dallas and Philly, and who doesn't, it's who's going to, let me restate that. It's. Who's gonna try to give it up the most?
0: Yeah, it, it's like it's like hot potato with the division, and nobody wants it. Someone's like, gonna get stuck uh, with it. No,
1: you no, you take it. No, you take yeah. it. That's what it's gonna be because Dallas lost an ugly game in New England. The Eagles lost ugly against the Seahawks. It's just
0: Amari Cooper's like I'm gonna go no catches, yes, no yards, yes, and there's no way the Eagles can blow it. And give us back the division. And Carson Wentz is like, hold my beer.
1: Right. And he just awful. God awful.
0: And now he has a hand to bruise. What did we say? What did we say? You more so than me. All right,
1: all right, fine. I will take that. I'll stand on that. No,
0: no, no. I'm I'm not. Trust me. I'm no super Carson Wentz backer myself. But I'll stand on that hill. I don't think he's a miserable pile of garbage like you seem to think. I think he's a good quarterback. But he's already. He's injured.
1: And he's not going to miss a game. He's not going to miss.
0: In fairness to that offense, they're missing two or three starting receivers and one of their best running back. Well, I think Miles Sanders is their best running back. But their most used running back in Jordan Howard. I know, next man up, you still got to play. Got to play. But I I get that. But, I mean, we as Patriots fans sit there and go, oh, and we got Isaiah Wynn back. Oh, and we got Muhammad Sanu back. I mean, We can't say that and then tell the Eagles, ah, suck it up. I'll flip it to the –
1: On the Seahawks They They didn't have Jadavian Clowney They're probably their Not their most consistent Defensive player But their best defensive player
0: Yeah when he When he decides He wants to have a big game He's Yeah Jadavion Clowney's a beast
1: Um I just I mean this This clearly puts San Fran Number one But unfortunately for San Fran The um Seahawks are still right there Along with the Saints which they to took play. over
0: the number 2 seed. Right. from Green Bay. So. and
1: and the Saints will have to play the San Francisco 49ers at some point. Yeah. I think
0: they have them, they have them after the multiple Ravens. San Fran's got a nice stretch coming up for them. Mm-hmm. They can they can come out looking good from this man. They're they're in good
1: they're good position. Yeah. If uh, but on they slip once and yet that they still hold the tiebreaker over Seahawks. But they still have a game against the Seahawks. So and it's in Seattle. So we'll have to wait and see how it turns out. But
0: San Fran has Baltimore, New Orleans, and Seattle left.
1: In the last the last five games. They have Oof. a couple of the games stuck uh drizzled in there, but wow. I don't think I don't think they're they're gimmies that's a, that's, a, that's a hell of a run. Well they had a soft I mean, people would say they had a soft beginning schedule, but now they have the the meat of their schedule. Uh, I won't penalize them for. I won't yeah, either. No,
0: nah. but they—they're they,
1: gonna—they're gonna have to tough it out, and yep. they drop. It, the sad thing is, is they drop one game against the Seahawks, and they're in the wild card. That's the unfortunate truth.
0: We well, mentioned earlier in the show. Yeah. Speaking of unfortunate truths, you did not have a great weekend fantasy wise. That's true. You're zero three.
1: No, I went one and two. Oh, you did. You did. I was you I was one. I was rolling towards an zero and three, and in my ten team league, I had I want to say it was Fournette. Fournette. I think Fournette went off. I had one player just go off and just put me far enough ahead. Plus, I have a, like a lot of quarterbacks, both quarterbacks starting quarterbacks in that game. Sucked. What about our league? Our league, I, I,
0: I our league, which you know, I was is, close. Is what we what we calculate our, our banker tank projections on is our league that we're in with family and friends, right? And uh, I, I, I'm in the playoffs. I clinched a playoff spot yesterday with a win, thanks to Lamar Jackson and Christian McCaffrey.
1: As I figured out last night, there is a highly, highly unlikely chance I will miss the playoffs highly unlikely unfortunately there is a scenario that i don't like because i don't like any scenarios that puts me out of the playoffs that'll put me out of the playoffs
0: well as commissioner i've looked over every angle and it's damn near impossible for you to miss it but i won't miss it because i'm in and you know who else is in who else is in you know who's in yes i know i know who's in say it the most dominant force in our league that's right folks my mother yes the number one seed, the best team in the league. Yes. I'd like to challenge that. Hopefully I'll get a chance to play her again. She did beat me when we played week seven. Uh, but I, I kind of did the whole spiel to give her a little shout-out. Yeah, it was a hell not. of a season by her. Great drafting, great management. Had a lot of injuries and still came through on the other side.
1: Yeah. Um. So I'm, I would
0: a, I would bank on her ability to draft a team.
1: I wouldn't. I I, I for now... Will never help her
0: <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> I
1: will not I will not even help her correct a name. Whatever she says will be gospel. If she gets a syllable, uh, a si- a sil- I don't know what the word is I'm thinking of. Syllable? Syllable, thank you. If she gets it wrong, I'm going by that. So if she gets it wrong,
0: that player oh. that she meant is still available. All I'm saying is you may want to have her help you next year with your draft. No. Yeah. I swept last year. <laughs> you look so angry.
1: I am angry.
0: All can't right. Well, you before, this, wait, wait, I we're can't gonna, believe
1: you brought this up.
0: We're going to get out of here. Well, yeah, it's a podcast about uh, football, and we're not going to bring up our fantasy. We league. didn't discuss it, though, so I'm a little perturbed. Oh, it's not on your pretty little schedule. It isn't. Which is very nice and helpful, by the way.
1: I, 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 thank you, but it's there's nowhere on here that says, hey, we're going to go slap around your, uh, your season, Ben. Have fun. You're in the
0: playoffs. Uh, there's a chance. I, I'm afraid there's a chance. Man, you are like the New Orleans Saints of our league. You just can't let it go. Just a heads up, ladies and gentlemen, we will be having a show on Thanksgiving. We are not going to skip that. A lot of podcasts are. We're still going to be here for you Thursday. Probably going to release that one actually uh, a little bit earlier than normal. Normally it's late Thursday, early Friday morning. Give you some time to
1: listen to it before the the games. You know? Yeah,
0: and games start at, what, 10, 30, 11, so we'll probably re- release it Thursday morning.
1: Yeah. Hit us up on uh, the Facebook page. Uh, that's uh, Ben and Chris Talk Football. We'll have our Banker Tank poll up this uh, Friday, I believe. I'll put it up after... Um, All the Thanksgiving stuff's done. You can uh, hit us up on Twitter. It's Ben Chris Talk F-O-1. And then also IG. Uh, We have IGTV different videos um, posted up every so often. Uh, That is Ben underscore Chris Talk Football.
0: Talk with us. Talk with each other. Talk with your imaginary friend. Just get out there and talk football, guys. See you next time. Thank you.